Welcome to the Kids Corner, where we explore sensory processing, development, and play with purpose as it pertains to eating, sleeping, playing, and growing. On this podcast, we will educate you on the lesser-known topics, give practical tips and tricks to help elevate your practice, and provide resources for families and caregivers. We are your hosts. I'm Bean, the co-founder of Reu and a recovering paraplegic. And I'm Nancy, a kinesiologist specializing in pediatrics, facilitating learning and development through movement and play therapies. Today we're going to be talking to Alana and Casey, both are massage therapists and co-owners of Pure Discovery Movement and Massage for Kids. So today's episode's all about massage and we're super excited to have both of them with us. So Alana, why don't we start with you? Alana's been a massage therapist for over 17 years and do you want to go a little bit more detail into your background and why, how you got into massage? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in a very holistic background. My dad's a chiropractor. I always thought chiropractic would be my thing, but school wasn't necessarily my thing. So massage was kind of the next best thing with a little less commitment to a longer education. And so I got into massage, graduated in 2004. I worked in a couple clinics, chiropractic clinics mostly, and then decided to open up Pure Wellness Studio in Edmonton about 12 years ago now. So Pure Discovery is a branch off of Pure Wellness. I am a mom to two beautiful kids. Both are a pretty big inspiration behind Pure Discovery. Yeah. Awesome. And she's very, very humble when she says that. And she's created an amazing business. So we're super excited to be talking to her today about just more about massage for kids and massage for kids with disabilities specifically. So let's go to Casey now, though. Casey's been a massage therapist for just about 12 years. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you came to join Alana with Pure Discovery for Kids? Yeah, so I'm Casey, and my background is a competitive swimmer when I was a child. And so being in competitive swimming, I always had chiro, physio, massage therapy from the age of pretty much eight years old till 17. And so my childhood was growing up in a massage therapy office. So when it came to me deciding what I wanted to do for a career, it was a no-brainer that I wanted to become a massage therapist. So I looked around for schools, and I ended up moving to Red Deer. And I went to the Alberta Institute of Massage because they really focused on sports therapy there. And after graduating... I worked in a chiropractic office and an acupuncture office, but I landed at Pure Wellness Studios, and that's where I kind of stayed. And uh, yeah, I'm a mom of two kids as well. I have a daughter who is six and a son who is four, so they keep me super busy. But massage therapy is part of our family's lifestyle. You know, if anyone gets hurt, we always resort to massage therapy, or when the kids were little and they were having colic issues. It was massage. So yeah, that's kind of my background. Awesome. And this is a question for both of you. So what's your favorite thing about being a massage therapist? I'll start from my end. So I think with me, the best thing about being a massage therapist with any age of a person that you see is you get to meet people from all around the world and have conversations with them and get to know them. You're seeing someone different every day and building strong relationships for their therapeutic needs and that's pretty much what I love about it is the people aspect of it and 
just getting to know everyone. From my perspective, pediatric massage is not often talked about in, you know, we hear a lot about adults going for massage. We don't hear a ton about kids going for massage. And that's for me where this was important because it fills a gap that I think we don't know is missing for our kids. And so I can say that I've treated my own kids, but never necessarily thought of bringing them to a clinic. And I'm probably not alone in that thought because there's really nowhere to bring our kids. So I think the education behind why it's important for our kids is kind of why we feel like this podcast is also important for us to do because kids do have elements that do need to be treated anywhere from you know the world we're living in today where anxiety is really high and then just kids like my son Huntley who has a rare genetic disorder you know low muscle tone etc those things are also important to address and can't really be addressed any other way than with massage. Yeah very well said and I think that just leads us into the origins behind Pure Discovery Movement Massage for Kids. Do you want to go deeper into how it all started, where that conversation began? Yeah. So, again, it's a branch of Pure Wellness Studio, and the location we're currently in was originally a Pure Wellness Studio location. And like a lot of businesses, with the last 18 months, we've been forced to really have to pivot and our location isn't necessarily in an ideal spot when all the businesses are forced to work from home. So that really impacted us. And I didn't want to just walk away. I wanted to find a way to make it work. And one day I was just browsing Instagram and happened on this course for pediatric massage for all kids of all ages and abilities. This is really a gap that's missing. Like I've never seen a course like this. You know, you see massage for infants, but That's really all you see. You don't see it for kids of all ages and abilities and how to adapt for the kids that, you know, can't sit still, can't lay on a table face down for half an hour. So last April, I took the course and then it just kind of ignited this fire in me that like, it's a need. We have to make this happen. And I said, okay, I'm not closing this location, but I need somebody to help me because I know I can't, I can't do it on my own. I can't bring it from you know, zero to hero by myself. And knowing that there was a huge need, I knew I had to get on it quick. And so one day I just literally sent Casey a message and I was like, hey, you want to be my business partner? This is what I'm thinking. And she answered back within seconds, yes, in capital letters. And because she had been a a contractor at Pure Wellness for eight years, I knew that she was fully invested in our company already and in the massage industry. And as a mom, and as an athlete, so I knew she was, you know, the best partner to help me bring this from point A to point B. And so here we are. That's been great. <laughs> awesome. And then Casey, do you want to tell us a little bit about the programs that you guys offer? Yeah, so I mean, we offer massage therapy for babies to children of toddler age to teenagers to almost adults. So we offer massage therapy at different time slots and then as well we have a therapeutic movement portion. And so that's a really unique thing because a child can come in and there may be having shoulder issues or it could be a milestone issue for an infant. And we can do massage therapy, but if we add on that therapeutic movement portion, that's when we can grab the the play equipment, grab the toys and actually make it fun for them. But they're actually doing exercises, stretches, strengthening that us massage therapists can do. 
And then we also have cranial sacral. And so we have a wonderful therapist who has been in the business for over 20 years. And, and so she's worked a lot with young children. And then as well, you know, a big part of massage therapy would be we have reflexology. So if a child, you know, doesn't want to sit still for the whole portion, we can do reflexology and work on the entire body through feet. An example of that could be sitting on a beanbag chair, having the child read a book or play with maybe some fidget toys and we can work on their feet and maybe work through the stomach, if they're having stomach issues or shoulder or even allergies, you know, we can work all of that through the feet. Very cool. So it sounds you guys have a big breadth of programming. Can we dive a little bit more into what exactly is pediatric massage therapy? Or even for those who don't know, what is massage therapy? Well, I would say pediatric massage therapy is something where a child can come in and have a massage, but not in a conventional way. You know, they don't have to lay on a table and be quiet and look at the floor. Pediatric massage therapy could be in any way. And that could include maybe laying on a mat on the floor, sitting in a chair, laying on a table next to their parent and having comfort next to them while receiving massage therapy. But to them, it maybe doesn't feel like massage therapy. We could be rubbing their back in their mind. But for us, we are working on all the different muscular structures that they're using every day. Yeah, and I guess just to add on a bit, our location that we've developed and the the things that we've come up with is to be super versatile for all kids, all ages, all abilities, no matter what they come in and whatever their elements are, we can adapt and treat them that way. So we had posted a video of my son Huntley. He was just laying on the floor on the mat while the therapist was working on his back for his scoliosis. So worked on all those muscles that surround the spine from his legs, literally all the way up his back. And he literally, he fell asleep on the floor. And for him, it's safer to get massaged on the floor, especially with a seizure disorder. It's not safe to have him on the table or just with the amount of movement that kids have and how fidgety they get. Working on the table isn't necessarily safe for a lot of kids, regardless of their ability. And we make it comfortable by having quite cushiony mats. They're gymnastic mats on the floor. Special lighting for kids too, to keep their attention, keep their focus, but also help them with their their eye gaze and... Um, Keeping the light in the room even just a little bit dim, just to make it more relaxing for anyone. So yeah. We found so many ways to adapt and to differentiate us from any other clinic. There are a lot of clinics that offer pediatric massage, but not in a way that's versatile for kids of all ages and abilities. And I think that's where we are trying to distinguish our services is that we can adapt no matter what. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. And I mean, it sounds like you're catering to all the different sensory needs as well. And I mean, I know a lot of kids who have disabilities of a wide range of ability levels. They also are fearful of different tables and they equate that with going getting exams or blood work or different things. So yeah, I love that you exactly. guys have the versatility to cater to not making it look like a medical appointment. Yeah, no, and our mats are fun. They're colorful. You know, there's dinosaurs on them. There's road maps. There's... The rooms itself are so fun. Yeah. That's, so a child wants to go into the room. They're not fearful of it. There's so many distractions even just by our wall murals that we've put into. Yeah, that's fantastic. Can we talk a little bit about the techniques you use with kids? 
I know you've kind of touched on a few, but can we go a little bit more in detail for the parents who are like, oh, maybe this is right for my kid. Maybe it's not. Yeah, I mean, massage techniques are broad. You often hear talk about just general relaxation massage to Swedish uh, Swedish massage to deep tissue to you might hear terms like effleurage or just like general techniques. I mean, depending on the age of the child, to kind of be based on, yeah, what techniques we can use. I think massage in itself can be a little bit of a technical therapy maybe for people who, who don't. But our main goal is just to work with the muscles and work to relax those muscles and balance out those muscles through hands-on manual therapy. But also, like Casey said, to a movement part, a lot of people don't know that therapeutic exercise is actually within the scope of a massage therapist. And in fairness, a lot of massage therapists ignore that part. So we're bringing it back to, you know, massaging, but also through active therapy with the movement portion of it. So... If I'm working on your shoulder, I can bring your arm into full range of motion while I'm working on the muscle to help activate those things. Yeah, and I mean, a child is probably laying, say they're laying on the table portion. They don't really know what techniques we're using, but we just make it to their comfort level. And so that's the very first thing our therapist will even say is, you know, well, how does this feel for pressure-wise? Do you want to leave on the clothing to feel more comfortable? Like, we make everything catered to that child for all of our techniques, but it's basically really broad and and using the relaxation of our hands. Awesome. And then can we talk a little bit about the education for parents? So the parents, are they typically in the room, outside of the room, or is it just a preference thing for the child? That's definitely a preference. The parents do have to remain in the building. If the parents choose not to come in the room with the child, the door does stay open so that the parents can peek in. As you know, with even bringing Huntley to Ryu, I prefer to take a step back because he does way better that way. And so I do understand that reality of it too. So the parents are not required to stay in the room. We often do encourage it because we can provide the parents with a lesson too on home massage and how they can work with their kids too. At home, not just when they come in to see us because a lot of the techniques are like easy to, to teach to do some of the basics to parents. And that's our goal. I mean, if you do it once and never come back chances of improvement may not be as great but if i give you some little tools to use at home as well the parent can encourage that therapy at home and it also helps the child when they do come back they know what to expect because the mom or dad continued that therapy at home and then they get excited to come back so again either way they're welcome to stay in the room which again we strongly encourage as long as they remain in the building that works for us And I would say that, you know, at least for infants, you know, when they have colic issues and sleeping issues, we want to show the parents what we're doing so that they can carry on some of these techniques at home for some piece in the middle of the night. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I love that there's that parent education and that carryover. It's not just come here, have our service, and then you have to keep coming back. Obviously, coming back is a large part of it as well. Do you want to touch on that a little bit to how... Uh, I guess it's dependent on the injury or issue you're treating, but how quickly can massage work to see a benefit in the child? Yeah, I think it can be instantaneous, but now how long is that going to last? You know, are you coming in to see us six months into an injury? Are you coming in to see us within a week of the injury? That's obviously going to play a part on how quick recovery is, but we know that kids 
do tend to recover way faster than adults. So we do suggest treatment plans. Sometimes it's once a week for two weeks, three weeks, you know, really depends on how long you've left the injury there. Maybe it's not an injury. Maybe it's my child has really aggressive anxiety. They don't sleep at night. They don't enjoy going to school. Then that would be something we would look at again. You know, you might maybe come in every couple days to start and then see where that takes us. It might be two visits for the first week and then we can move you to once every couple weeks. Every child responds so differently that I would say are very specific. And again, it's whatever the parent also is prepared to do at the end of the day. A lot of people do have massage therapy benefits that they don't know their kids can access. And so that's a huge part of the education as well as, you know, often if the funds are there, that's a little bit easier to put somebody on a treatment plan and to have them commit. If they don't have benefits, then they might not be as tempted to, you know, commit to coming a couple times a week because I understand the cost behind it can, mm-hmm. you know, it can get costly, which is why we're very high on educating parents on how they can continue this at home and how they can continue to help their child at home. Yeah, no, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, that's great. And can we t- go into more of the benefits behind massage? Yeah, well, I mean, the benefits for massage therapy for children and adults, it creates a piece of relaxation. With COVID right now, just getting a little bit familiar with people and gentle touch, especially if there's an injury or a milestone that we want to kind of overcome. It's a very gentle process. It's not aggressive. And that's what I really enjoyed about it, being a swimmer myself when I would have a hip injury or a shoulder injury. I knew that massage therapy it wasn't going to be a painful experience. It was relaxation at the same time. Those are definitely my benefits. Yeah, I think just getting the hands-on touch right now is lacking huge in society. So just that feeling of touch and, and having somebody who cares have their hands on you and want to make a change is huge. You know, we're stimulating the nervous system in terms of how we're going to calm the body we're relaxing those muscles so we get the tension out of them. What else? I mean, when I think about massage therapy, I always think of just relaxation. But if a child doesn't want to sit still, that's totally fine. Their relaxation might be sitting calmly in the room and doing a puzzle. And we can cater to that. Yeah, I don't know. We just we cater everything to whatever the child needs to, to feel happy and to feel relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And it sounds like there's a huge versatile number of benefits that come from massage based on why you're going to massage. Would that be accurate? Yes, I would agree. Yeah. I mean, it ranges from, you know, people with kids with sports injuries to kids that have anxiety, sleep issues, stomach pain, colic, feeding issues, sports therapy issues. Yeah. Definitely a wide range. And some people have nothing at all and they just want to come to generally just come to relax and have, you know, a moment of peace. I was curious about the feeding issues. Do you guys do like facial massages and stuff for kids as well then? Yeah. Yeah. Casey's actually does a lot of TMJ work. She has special. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah. So I was in a car accident when I was 16 and had a lot of jaw issues. So when I became a massage therapist, I really wanted to know about TMJ massage, intraoral work. The benefits of it is huge. I mean, we grind our teeth at night with stress right now with COVID, we clench. And so kids do that all the time as well. And so TMJ, intraoral massage can be done. And it doesn't have to be done inside the mouth if the child's not 
comfortable with that, we can work on the outside of the mouth, just on the cheeks and temples. We hold so much stress in our jaw. And so that's the benefits of TMJ is that you feel an instant relief, which is fabulous. And then our cranial sacral therapist who works, uh, she's also an RMT on top of doing cranial work, but she works with a ton of babies who, you know, have tongue tie and different other cranial issues that are preventing them from feeding. So she kind of has a pretty big specialty in that. Very cool. And for those who don't know, can we explain what TMJ means and what it is and where it's located on your body? Yeah. So TMJ is your jaw joint, clenching of the jaw, temporomandibular joint. It's worked on, you know, on your face, just by your temples above your ears, but then as well along the whole outside of your jaw. Intraoral is done inside the mouth. So we put on gloves and we massage the joint from inside the mouth and the upper part of your mouth by your back molars. It's kind of a different experience, but has an instant relief, which is really, really nice. And kids can definitely benefit from it, but also teenagers and adults. Awesome. And can we touch a little bit on the kids who lack the ability to speak or verbalize to you? How do you communicate with those children during massage? So I would say that's where it would be important for the parent to be in the room. Parents know their kids like no other and know what their cues are. So sharing those with us and it can take a little bit longer to to get to know the child and their cues. When Huntley got a massage for the first time from one of our therapists, one thing I failed to tell her was that he startled quick. So he ended up, he did fall asleep and then she moved and he startled. But sometimes it takes that to get to know the child is to allow those things to happen. But we're pretty familiar with listening to the body and what the body does to push back. You know, we all have those subconscious movements that we know we don't like. And I think nonverbal kids are probably the best at it, pulling away, making sounds, mm-hmm. you know. So our therapists are taught to be very, very, very aware of those things that can happen. But we strongly encourage parents of any ages and abilities to stay in the room, but most certainly kids that don't have the ability to speak as clearly yet or to demonstrate that when we don't know their cues, it's important for the parents to to help us learn those cues. And as the sessions go on, then, you know, we'd love to learn more about the kids and what that looks like. But often they will push back if it happens to be too much pressure or you're touching something that, you know, with Huntley, if you touch his head, he really does not like that. So that would be my first instinct to tell them. But also sometimes it doesn't hurt to try because maybe it's just something he has with me touching his head where somebody else can touch his head and he'll be fine. So I think those things are also important to you know, try to overcome those obstacles when somebody else can try. It's a little bit easier. Definitely. Awesome. Can we break down just a typical session? I know we've talked about different parts and pieces of the session, but can we kind of, the beginning, so my child's coming here for the first time, what's it going to look like? So when you come on in, the therapist will greet the child and the parent at the door, and we will bring them to one of the rooms that we have laid out. So we have two young children rooms, and then we have two other rooms that were used for preteens and older adults. So we pick the designated room for the child. And then if it was a 30-minute session with maybe some movement therapy, we would do the 30 minutes of massage therapy. And like I said, that doesn't have to be 
on the table by any means. It can be whatever we need to do for that child, whether on the ground or in a chair. And if we need to bring a couple toys for distraction into the room, the therapist will have that all ready for them. And then if we need to incorporate the movement session, then, you know, after massage is done, we'd go into our movement therapy area and we would specifically work on a body part or an issue in that room through toys and through play. And we make it really, really fun for the child. And that's kind of what a 30-minute massage and 30-minute therapeutic movement would look like. Now, if there is no movement session attached to it, then we would just have the massage portion and that'd be done in the treatment room as well. Yeah, and just to elaborate a bit more on the like technical stuff, I guess, we do have an online booking site. You'll get your general intake form through email, which will be done all digitally. And then when you come in, we'll go over that with you, do a little assessment, talk to you about your goals, and then proceed with treatment. And sometimes the first treatment might be a little bit of trying all different things to see like, can we get them on the table? If that doesn't work for them, let's try them on the ground. Let's try them in a chair. Let's try them out in the open at the table where they can just color and I'll just sit behind them and work on them. So the the first visit, you can expect a little bit of trial and assessment, talk about goals and, you know, where they want to see their child go with these sessions. Awesome. It sounds like you guys adapt for every need that's going to come through those doors. So I love that. So can we go into what are five things you wish people knew about pediatric massage? It's versatile. It's not just for a sports injury. It's not just for a baby. We hear a lot about infant massage. We don't, like I said before, we hear a lot about infant massage, but we don't hear about the kind of in-between. So definitely that, that it's uh, versatile would be definitely one thing. And a part of that, pediatric massage, it can be done in any way that the child needs to feel comfortable. You know, it doesn't have to be with no clothing on underneath the sheets. We make it any way that the child would want to feel. And pediatric massage can be fun. It can be whatever we need to do. Yeah, what else? So versatile, adaptable, fun, comforting. And relaxing. Yeah, that's the best part. Awesome. And are there any misconceptions or myths about massage that you hear that you want to address in this episode? I mean, people say to us all the time, I'd love to book, but I just don't think my child can sit still. And that's okay. They don't have to sit still. That's totally fine. Our therapists have taken a pediatric massage therapy course and we've learned how to adapt. And so if they need to walk around or if they need to sit down and be moving their arms and moving their neck, that's okay. Yeah, and I think, too, this clinic was developed with that in mind that, you know, maybe people aren't bringing their kids for massage because they're scared they're going to be disruptive to other adults who are getting a massage. Definitely don't have to worry about that here. There's no, you know, I talked to a mom the other day. She's like, I feel like my son is just going to scream and it's just it's not going to be pleasant for anybody. And, you know, I said, you'd be surprised. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the environment we've created is just so different than... A clinical setting with gray walls. I said he's going to come in here. He's going to be positively stimulated. He's going to want to look around and check things out. And you know what? If he screams, that's okay. He can scream all he wants and I will adapt my treatment and we'll make it work. But let's just try. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If you're here for five minutes and he's not feeling it, you're welcome to take him and to go. And there's no you know, there's no fee. You're not losing out on anything, but I think you're losing out more if you just don't try. 
which is the environment we've created because we want parents to try and to not be scared to try for judgment. And we have different things to distract the kids. Even through on the floor, we have sensory paths for them to walk on and do hopscotch on. Like sometimes just having a switch of environment going from one room to the next, that's enough to just keep them busy for a little bit longer. Yeah, textures on the floor for kids that aren't walking, textures on the walls for kids that, you know, just Huntley loves to scratch walls. So for him, <laughs> you know, that's, he loves that. Put him against the wall, he'll scratch all day while you, while you, while you <laughs> massage his back. Awesome. And I guess, can we go a little bit into, so for the kids who aren't moving on their own, what would movement therapy look like for that child? So you've done the massage portion, they're one that just kind of lies on their back and doesn't have a whole lot of interaction What would that look like, the movement portion for them? Yeah, so just a lot of active movement. So, you know, if they're laying down on their back, I could extend their legs, bring them into their tummy, two legs at a time, one leg at a time. If they can move their arms appropriately, but maybe not sit or stand, they can lay on their back and we'll get them to reach, reach up, reach from side to side, reach overhead. Um, You know, if they're crawling or can army crawl or can move on their tummy, or move on their head like Huntley, like a little snake. You know, we place something a little bit further away to encourage them to use those arms and legs. Yeah, we have kids, those wedges. Yeah. The wedges are great for for really young kids to just even lay on and work on head control, stomach control, strengthening. So we're adapting and we're still remaining within our scope of therapeutic exercise, which again, it's in our scope and most people don't know what's in our scope. Obviously, we're... We're also versed in, you know, when to know to refer out and all the other great things that are important, which is why I love that we have such a powerful network behind us. All sorts of practitioners from, of course, you guys at Ryu to chiropractors to osteos to physios to naturopaths, you know, our broad range of other practitioners. We're not egotistical in that way. We know what our limits are and how to work within our scope and when to refer out and the importance of referring out and not just trying to continue to fix something that's not within our scope. Well, I love that. I mean, I've learned some new things too, because I honestly didn't know massage had that movement piece as well. So thank you for educating me as well on that. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's not like it's obviously nothing to the extent of what what Huntley does with you at Ryu, but I feel like it's a general introduction to get people to understand why movement is so important, not only for kids like Huntley, but for a child that has all the abilities and has hit all their milestones. Sometimes the parents don't know of like, oh, that's not their active range of motion. That's not where they're supposed to be. No. Okay. How do we get you there? And you know, if we don't get them there within a couple sessions, then that's where we're like, okay, you need to go maybe see a chiropractor or maybe see a physio to get you over that edge. We'll get you started and then come back, refer you out and then come back and see where you're at. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And then just to wrap up, do you have any other advice for parents? We're here. We're ready to welcome everybody. Don't be scared. Massage is a wonderful thing. And I do think you have to allow your kids to experience it, to know, and don't be scared of what they can or cannot do. We are here to treat all kids of all ages, all abilities, no judgment. We have the ability to adapt. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if your child is very vocal, that's okay. If your child's not vocal at all, that's okay too. Uh, we will always find ways to adapt our treatment to give the child the best benefit out of the time that we have with them. Yeah, children are capable of so much and uh, we just want to show everyone what they're capable of and milestones you know small or not 
we're here to help a child. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for educating us on Pediatric Massage Day. Where can people find you? Email, social media, where can they access you guys? Yeah, uh, our email is discovery at purewellnessstudio.com. Our website, purewellnessstudio.com. And when you're on the website, you'll see our logo and you click on it for uh, booking. And then we have Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram is Pure Discovery Edmonton. And that's where we put a lot of updated videos of different movements that we're trying out with the kids. Pictures, updated pictures of the studio. It's really fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And thank you to our listeners for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. As always, we would greatly appreciate if you could subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and a comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, as this helps us increase our reach. And stay tuned for another episode coming at you in two weeks.